to the Everybody Podcast. Here, we'll dive into all things health and mindset to help you learn to push past your limits into a life you can be obsessed with. My name is Cassie, and I'm a personal trainer and health coach focused on guiding you toward being your healthiest, happiest self. So buckle up and let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're talking all about presence and we are jumping right in. And you know the reason that I usually bring stuff up on my podcast is either because it's something that I'm working on, something that I've noticed lately, and this is both. I am working on being present in the moment, which I think lots of us have some awareness um, that we are lacking. Um, But I also think it's something that many of us don't necessarily Um, want to work toward or put effort toward improving, especially in a world where we live such distracted lives. So I wanted to talk a little bit about it today, and I'm actually going to start with some examples of people not being present first and what that looks like and just what I've noticed, you know, just in the last like week even since I've been starting to think about uh, podcasting on this topic, I usually spend a week or so thinking and observing and just um, gathering information to share with you. So one of the things that happened earlier this week was I was at a an intersection and I was, you know, in the lane where people were going straight and then there were people waiting to turn left. Um, and there was a woman, you know, halfway into the intersection waiting to turn left. So she was just pulled out waiting for the people going straight to stop or, you know, have a break in traffic to go. Um, but the light turned red. So usually when that happens, obviously the people going straight stop. If you're still halfway through the intersection, you just go and get out of the way. But this woman was so distracted with whatever was going on in her head or her phone or whatever it is that she didn't see the light change. And other people were waiting to go, obviously, because their light turned green and they were waiting for her. She didn't know they were waiting for her. It took a while, you know, and by a while, you know, maybe 15, 20 seconds, but that's a long time when you're waiting at a stoplight that is only green for maybe 45 to 60 seconds, right? Maybe not even that long. Um, So then people just started going around her. And by the time she noticed people were going around her, she was so flustered, didn't know what to do, ended up going into reverse and trying to back up to where she started. And it was just kind of a mess. But, um, you know, that was one thing that stood out to me. Like, my gosh, even when we are operating vehicles, we are so distracted that we can't even pay attention to what we're doing with our vehicles. Um, another example of this I see, you know, let's say at the grocery store, a store, and, and obviously we've all seen this and we've probably all been these people too. So this isn't passing judgment. These are just observations that I've picked up on uh, just in the last week or so. But like, you know, someone's standing and looking for something, but they're blocking like the whole aisle or blocking like half the shelf with their cart and their body and whatever. And, you you know, you're either trying to get around or you notice someone else is just trying to like grab something like they know what they need. And it's like right there. But this person is just so oblivious to everything that's going on um, that they're just like taking up the whole place. Right. Um, you know, or we're walking And we're so busy thinking about where we're going, what we're doing next, what we just did, whatever, then we run into people, right? We just don't even notice where we are or you trip on something or you walk into a wall because you're just so distracted by other things. You're just not even halfway in the moment to recognize what you're doing. 
Um, and it's just like, my gosh, we just walk around like in other places. Our brains are almost never like where we are. And that can cause a lot of stress in our lives, a lot of anxiety and actually some anger too. Like, you know, I see it a lot. Uh, it's just like, say at the gym or whatever, when someone's like walking around with their head in their phone, not paying attention to what they're doing, then they get in someone else's way and that person gets irritated or, you know, they step on someone's mat or like, you know, things like that. Like if you've, if you've ever done yoga, you know, like your mat is sacred. You don't step on someone else's yoga mat. But anyways, just so many examples of us not being present. And, and, you know, even as a parent, I've done it. My head's in my phone and my kid is talking to me, you know, and I, and I don't even pick up my eyes and make eye contact with them. And then afterwards they walk away and I'm like, oh, shoot, that was a missed opportunity. You know, so I've been working on this personally just to try to be more present. And I know that if it's something that I've been thinking about, it's probably something you've been thinking about too. So presence is really just being conscious in the moment that you're in, free from internal dialogue. Think about that. Silencing your brain, being present, is you're being conscious of the moment you're in and freeing yourself from your internal dialogue. And if you're anything like me, my internal dialogue is constantly going. There's always a thought going on in there. Um, So (laughs) this might seem unrelated, but we're going to talk a little bit right now about time travel. Okay, so... (laughs) And you're like, wait, you're coming out of left field. But I promise this will make sense. Okay, so I've been thinking about this. And I'm also reading a book about manifestation. And one of the ideas in the book is this book about being, or this idea about being present. And the fact that we cannot time travel, right? At least not that we know of yet. So time is like the only thing right now that science can't explain, right? It can't explain why sometimes time seems to go faster or slower. Science can't explain why um, we can't go backwards or forwards in time, but we can go backwards and forwards in just about everything else. Um, But right now, we are stuck with the inability to travel in time, correct? We would all agree on this. We cannot go back to our past, and we definitely cannot fast forward to our future. So the only realistic time that we have is literally this moment that you are in right now. There is nothing else other than this moment. You cannot go into the past. You cannot go into the future. You cannot be anywhere physically but right now. So why do we spend so much time mentally trying to go into other places? Why do we spend so much time in our brains trying to reach ourselves back into the past or trying to figure out what's going to happen in the future. Literally all you have is this moment right now that you're listening to it. This is it. This is the moment you are in. And if we can learn to be more present in the time that we actually have, which is our time right now, we can do Things like reduce our stress levels. We can reduce our anxiety and depression. Mindfulness and presence can actually strengthen your relationships with other people and your relationship with yourself. So we are going to talk about ways that we can be more present in our lives. And these are things that I am working on right now and things that I want to offer you to work on. 
So first is practicing quieting your mind. And this might be one of the hardest things to do um, of the three tips that I'm going to give you today. But first is quieting your mind. And, you know, a lot of people will label this as meditation or a mindfulness practice. And it certainly can be, but it also can just be something that you do during the day. Like you don't have to be in a quiet, silent place to work on this. And in fact, most of us need to work on this in a way that is applicable to our daily lives, which most of us never sit in silence for very long, unless if we curate that moment for ourselves, right? So we can practice this by trying to consciously quiet our mind throughout the day. So if we're sitting and reading a book, or we're at a traffic light, or we're in the grocery store, or we're having a conversation with someone, and our brain is going, 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 that hamster on the wheel in your brain, stopping it. Like right now, stop what's going on in your brain and just listen to my words. Right? That's hard to do. Quieting your mind. So that's step one. That's the the first thing that I've been practicing is quieting my mind. When I'm out on a walk walking the dog, instead of constantly going, going, going in my mind, what am I doing later? What am I doing tomorrow? What did I do yesterday? All this stuff, the past, the future. We can't control any of that. We can't ever be there again. We can never be in our past again, and we cannot be in the future right now. The only place we can be is right now. Quiet your mind and pay attention to what is going on right now. Now, the second thing that I've been practicing on or working on, I should say, is I guess sort of a grounding activity. So if you've ever heard of grounding, um, it is, you know, something that therapists will use for people with anxiety who maybe are in a little bit of a panic or feeling anxious. And what I've been doing is a little different, but I'll explain what grounding itself is. It's using your senses, asking yourself, what can I see What can I touch? What can I smell? What can I hear? What can I taste? Those senses. But I've really been practicing what can I feel physically with my body right now. So an example of this is I was at work the other day and I was headed upstairs and I noticed my mind was racing with just, I don't even remember, all kinds of thoughts, right? And so I said to myself, feel your foot hit each step. And that's what I did. So for the next like 10 steps that I went up, I literally just felt how my foot felt in my shoe and how it felt against the stair. And I did that for 10 steps, right? Or think about right now. Are you sitting down? How does it feel? How do your legs feel against the chair? How does your back feel against it? Are you standing? What do you feel in your feet? Are your hands holding on to something right now? Are you holding on to a steering wheel? Are you washing dishes? How does the water feel as it comes down your hands? How does your grip feel on the steering wheel? Are you gripping it tight? Is it loose? Is it uncomfortable? Are you holding tension in your hands right now? Can you relax them? What about your shoulders? Are your shoulders tight and tense? Can you drop them down? Right? So this awareness of what is my body doing in this actual moment? Am I clenching my mouth tight? Am I relaxed? Um, You know, so this, this idea of, First, quieting your mind, and then second, really being present and using your senses to feel what you feel in this exact moment. So if I were going to do this right now, after I were to quiet my mind, I'm sitting on my bed right now recording this podcast, and I would say, 
you know, that my body feels heavy into the mattress in a good way, that my blanket is soft and warm against my skin. My headphones are on. I can feel some pressure from my headphones on my ear, not in an uncomfortable way, but my ears have pressure on them right now. Those are some things that I could start paying attention to, really paying attention to how my body feels in the time and space that I am in right now and bringing my mind to that instead of having my mind wandering into the future and the past. So that's step number two. So step number one is quieting your mind. And step number two is feeling grounded in where you are in this present moment and time. And step number three is breath control. So paying attention to your breath. Your breath is your life. It, it is literally life, right? And to have this moment and be present in this moment that you're in, paying attention to your breath, observing your breath, and controlling your breath if needed is the third piece to being present in the moment that you're in right now. So think about it. Is your breath shallow? You know, just observe it. Are they small, quick breaths? Are my breaths kind of even and normal right now? Am I taking a really deep breath? Do I need to take a deep breath because my breath has been so shallow, right? Breathe in, breathe out. How does that feel? How does it feel to fill up your lungs with that oxygen? And how does it feel to get rid of it all? Nice deep breath in, nice deep breath out. How did that make me feel? Paying attention to your breath, being conscious and aware of the breath that I am in right now, presently, is the third piece to this mindfulness and awareness and presence puzzle. So this is something that I'm going to encourage you as a listener to start thinking about and practicing and being more present and aware in the moment that you're in right now, whenever right now happens to be, because the moment I'm in right now will never ever happen for me again. This is it. This is where I am. This is the only place I can be. We're not able to time travel. I can't go back in time. I can't go into the future, at least right now, right? (laughs) I mean, who knows what science can find and bring and do in the future, but right now is all we have. So practicing these things throughout the day and practicing them not just when you have time to set aside, like, okay, I have three minutes to set aside right now. I'm going to practice these three things. That's great. That's wonderful. I like to do that every morning, practicing some mindfulness, maybe some guided meditations even to like help guide my thoughts and where I am. But I even notice that in there, my thoughts start to wander Um, And most of those times I'm doing like something that's about four minutes long. And so it's not that it's anything that I'm perfect at, but it's something that I'm working on. And as you can work on being present in quiet moments, it's the busy moments that you want to work on being present in, right? And I think we've all experienced this with having conversations with people because um, and I know I'm guilty of being the person not present in a conversation. I get that. Um, I've been there. I've been on both sides of being very present in a conversation 
and of being extremely aloof and in another place to where I walk away from a conversation and I can't even remember what I said or what was said to me because I was so busy in my brain being somewhere in the past or the future when that's unrealistic, when that's not even a place, right? I was not present in the moment. I was too busy thinking about all the other things that weren't happening in this moment. But we've all experienced this where we're talking to someone and you can just tell that they are, they're just not there. They're not listening or they ask questions that you've already answered um, or, you know, they're not making eye contact or you can just tell that they are anxious or not paying attention. And hopefully we've also all had the opposite experience. An experience with someone where we've sat down and talked with them And they made you feel like you were the only person on the planet. Have you been in a conversation like that? And how that conversation left you feeling? To be with someone that made you feel like you were the only thing that mattered to them at that time. And there are people out there who are very skilled at doing this. And becoming one of those people is something that I aspire to. I want to be able to sit down in a conversation with someone and completely immerse myself in it. Pay attention to them. Pay attention to me, to the feelings of the moment that we're in right then, the words that we're saying, the things that we're talking about. And I'm not great at this. I'm probably worse at home with this than I am anywhere else. And that's not fair to my children and my husband or my friends or anyone that I'm spending time with, right? It's not fair to them for me to be somewhere else in my mind when I can't physically be somewhere else. So what I hope this episode leaves you with today is not just our tips for how to be present, um, but an urgency to want to be present, to stop worrying so much about where you've been and where you're going because you can't be in either of those places ever. You can only be in the moment that you're in right this very moment and making the best of this moment and being present in this moment is going to help reduce your stress and anxiety and it's going to help you build relationships with the people in your life that truly matter most to you. It's going to help you be a better employee, to actually be in the moment, actually doing the job that you are supposed to be doing and paying attention to it and immersing yourself in it and becoming present and aware in what you're doing and how that will lead you to be feeling more successful, less stressed, be able to get things done, right? How many times do we approach something and I'm like, I mean, I just did this this morning, you guys. I sat down and I'm like, I'm going to work on studying for my nutrition certificate. And I sat down and I spent the first 10 minutes doing 70 other things because I'm like, oh, yeah, I have to do this and I have to do that. And I didn't do this yesterday, so I need to get it done before tomorrow. And it was all this stuff that had nothing to do with the present moment. And by the time I started studying, I was like, geez, I did it again. I did it again. (laughs) I was so busy worrying about everything else that I wasn't in the moment. And the moment I was supposed to be in was paying attention and absorbing information about actually our minerals in our body. That's what I was studying this morning, or the minerals our body needs. But um, so I'm hoping that this conversation that I'm having really with myself, but hopefully with you too, now that you're listening, um, (laughs) leads you to want to immerse yourself a little bit more in the present moment and understanding that 
we can work on being mindful and present without passing judgment on ourselves because it's something that I think would take years and years of perfecting. And even if someone could try to perfect their skill, I'm sure that no one out there is ever perfect at presence. But what I want to leave you with are these three tips um, to help you start becoming more present in the moment that you're actually in. So first is quieting your mind and getting rid of that internal dialogue, right? Second is grounding yourself in the environment that you're in. So using your senses, especially your feeling, and feeling how your body feels in the present moment. And three is being in tune with and paying attention to your breath and evening out that breath, whether that means you need to be taking deeper breaths or slower breaths or more even breaths, just feeling how that air feels coming in and out of your lungs and being aware of your breath. And if you can do those three things, even in just like a few seconds before you start a conversation with someone or while you're working or while you are walking down the street or whatever, if you can quiet your mind, feel your body, and pay attention to your breath, it is going to improve your presence and your awareness in the moment that you're in. And doing this more regularly is going to help you reduce your stress. It's going to help you reduce your anxiety. It's going to help you strengthen your relationships. And it's going to help you just feel a little bit better about yourself. So you're not so worried about any moment that you can't physically be in besides the one that you're in right now. I really hope this episode spoke to you. And I know that there's probably somebody out there that you think this would speak to as well. And I know I say it every episode, but I really would appreciate you guys hitting the share button, hitting the review button, um, you know, giving the giving the podcast five stars, telling a friend about it. The only way that this podcast grows is organically by you listening and you sharing. So if you have time when this episode is over, if you could just hit the share button and send it to one of your best friends, one of your family members, someone that you know would enjoy it, I would truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And I hope that you start to feel more present and aware of the moments that you're in moving forward. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me that you are here. It would be amazing for you to share this episode on social media and tag me in it. Can't wait to be back next time. Talk soon.